0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 188 of Getting It Out podcast. That was Soul Blind with Third Chain. That's the title track off their upcoming EP, which drops September 16th on Other People Records. Uh, they just put out a video for this song. It's like a kaleidoscope. It's a lot of lot of colors. Um, it's moving all over the place. It's very 90s feel sonically and visually. Uh, which is interesting because i don't know how old these guys are and that doesn't really fucking matter either i'm just saying it's interesting it's cool to see the stuff that uh that i was that i'm so used to and accustomed to and uh came up on become the revival type of music um <laughs> maybe being played by people who weren't around for it back then but hey that's fine i don't give a shit when you were born as long as you make cool music Yeah, you know what? You can make bad music, too. You got to start somewhere, all right? But uh, I'll play your good music here on Getting It Out Podcast. And like I said, that was Soul Blind with Third Chain. They're from the Hudson Valley, New York area, which you may know as a place for very heavy music. All Out War, Sick Bay, Dissolve. I'm sure there's more, but I can't remember right now. Anyway, Soul Blind, cool band. Look for that EP coming September 16th. Okay, what's happening on this episode of the podcast? Well... I've got an interview with Daryl from the new band Foreign Pain out of Southern California. We're going to talk about their new record that's coming out on Good Fight Music. It's called Death of Divinity. We're going to touch on some other stuff and we're not going to waste a lot of your time. So let's get into it.
1: (laughs) Damn, what's good all you bitches and bitch It's the illustrious hot soul, back at it again with another podcast intro. He said, oh, you wanna do a podcast intro for the Getting It Out podcast? Said, oh shit, I gotta write a rap first, don't I? He said, no, you don't gotta write a rap first, it's a hardcore podcast. I said, alright, I think I can maybe make that happen. Let's see what we can do. Make family out of friends, make friends out of enemies. Peace to my family, make friends till they bury me. All, the we all the places we've been. We're never sitting it out. We'll be getting it in. Why are you getting it out? I say all the places we've been. We're never sitting it out. We'll be getting it in. Why are you getting it out?
0: You know what it's the end of august this week it'll turn september the kids are back in school the days are starting to get slightly shorter i think it's safe to say summer is almost over it's really depressing for me i don't like it i don't like it at all we just got like the best summer album of the year release with turnstiles glow on over the weekend and uh, there was another good record from chubby and the gang and there's a couple other good ones too but um Everybody's talk everybody in the hardcore and punk rock community talking about those two records specifically. And they're arguing about them too. But it seems to be universal that most people agree that they're great. But there are some of those weirdos that are that are like claiming what it is and isn't. You know, all the things that we consider hardcore under the umbrella of hardcore, if all those things are hardcore, how are those two records not? That If you can explain that to me. If you can explain to me how um, All Out War is hardcore, Title Fight is hardcore, uh, Ringworm is hardcore Circle Jerks You know, whatever Go, go every, every direction in the spectrum you know, Vision of Disorder I don't care And uh, Gorilla Biscuits And then you can tell me that Turnstile or Chubby and the Gang Aren't uh, considered hardcore bands that's, that's weird And it's just such a stupid thing to argue And uh, for, some, for some reason we're all doing it Okay, maybe we're not all doing it And I can't say that I've gotten into any arguments about it But I see them All right, I see all these conversations happening out there on social media and it's strange i don't got the time to argue about that that's not true i probably do have the time i don't have the energy i don't want to i don't want to talk about that i don't want to argue about it i can do that right here and you can't talk back so listen they are hardcore records and they're both really good hardcore records and uh, turnstile i think is uh is 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 on a whole nother level and they're going to be a whole different type of band and eventually i don't think they will be a hardcore band uh, but good for them, man. They are a great example of what you can do with your art if you work extremely hard at it, and you really push, and you really believe in what you're doing, and you truly take that DIY ethic to the top. Um, it's it's amazing. We see it every couple of years. Somebody breaks out like this every few years. It's not that often, and uh, I love it. I love. I don't give a fuck if they if they don't play the same style of music that they started on. And to be honest, I have a I, I came a long way to turnstile. And I think i I know I'm not alone on this. When they when they started. I didn't care. Like a lot of people, I just consider them like a t- Trapped in the Rice too, And uh, I didn't need that. I was living in Baltimore, we had Trapped in the Rice. They had that record on Reaper, that first uh, seven inch, and I just didn't listen to it. Not on a spider, or anything, I just didn't, didn't get around to it. And then they put out that second one, Step to Rhythm, and I was like, okay, I definitely don't like this. <laughs> but something changed when they did that nonstop feeling record. I don't know what changed, probably my attitude. And I listened to it and I was like, oh damn, this is actually really cool. And then Time and Space and then this. I don't really get down with the little singles with those uh, uh, remix stuff, it doesn't do anything for me. But the, but the albums, the th- three LPs in a row, killing it, it's pretty spectacular for hardcore. And if you can't acknowledge that, you're lying. No, hardly anybody can release three stellar LPs in a row in hardcore. You're lucky if you get one good demo. Jesus Christ just just let's let's give them a put a little respect put a little respect on their names right okay so I don't want to talk about that stuff anymore I do want to talk a little bit about personal stuff I want to share it with you because I don't feel like I say enough I, th- I thought about it the other day while I was running that I have hours and hours of myself talking on this podcast and when I die there's gonna be episodes about how my balls are too long for my age right but there probably won't be one where I just say something serious and uh, at the end of summer, really made me reflect on how fortunate myself and my family have been over the last couple years and how thankful I am for all this time I got to spend with them because with the end of summer, um, th- that means the kids are back in school and I'm now the only one at home working from home. When this all started you know, a year and a half ago or whatever, it was a chance for me and my family to all be with each other and we, we all sat in the same room. My wife and I worked beside each other my youngest daughter sat behind us cuz she was in first grade at the time and our oldest sat in the corner on a on a recliner and did her school on a tablet and it was uh, it was totally strange but it was really important and i think in retrospect it's going to be like where we where we finally came together that totally like a a uh, a positive byproduct of the pandemic and then, and now that's all over and i don't like that I love to have my family around very close to me all the time, but its I guess that's the new normal, right? (laughs) Back to reality. And me being as selfish as I am doesn't want to do that. Um, I love my kids, I love my wife, I loved life being isolated and quarantined and I wanted to continue. If we could do it all over again without all the dying and destruction of the world, um, I'd be all for it. But you know, life goes on. Again, back to reality and back to business as far as the podcast goes. As I mentioned in the intro, this episode features an interview with Daryl from Foreign Pain. He plays guitar, and we're going to talk a little bit about this band and where they came from and how they're new, but they're also old. You'll hear all about it. But first, I want to play you a track off their record. This song is called On Failure, and it's off of their record Death of Divinity, due out September 3rd. Check it out. Let's talk some foreign pain. Let's do it. Well, no. Wait. Let's <laughs> instead of talking about your current band right now, let me tell you a little bit about yourself. When did you get involved, or how did you discover uh, what we'll call extreme music? Wow. Uh, as
2: far as hardcore, just music in general. Just
0: mute, like like something that wasn't on the radio. Uh, what was that
2: Ramones movie called? Was it Rock and Roll High School?
0: That's, that sounds right. Yeah. I think
2: that's what it was. I remember watching that with my uncle. I think I was. Five, five or six. I think that was the first time I saw stuff like that.
0: That's pretty early.
2: Yeah, and was, I luckily I had a like my mom has. What did she have? Three brothers. My dad has. You get this wrong. Seven or eight brothers. Holy shit! So I had a, tons of influences there.
0: So was your family into into that type of stuff? My mom's
2: brothers were. They were the more rock and roll side, and then. My dad's side was more, you know, Mo- Motown, soul, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So
0: when did you? But yeah, when, that's,
2: probably the, that's probably the first thing was the the Ramones movie.
0: When? do, when uh, do, do you remember being, name, being like your first? The first like the first like album you bought, or record, or CD, or whatever, or tape, probably. Um,
2: I want to say the one that I remember was the Faith No More.
0: Do, um, I think the, it was the real thing. It, yeah,
2: yeah, that's a good one. That was the first thing. That was the first tape I got, and then from there it went to what did I have? Someone made me a tape with Misfits, uh, Sepultura. You know how you would mix it all up back then. You have what 90, 90 minutes on each side. Yeah, yeah. So Misfits, Sepultura, No Effects, Ribbed, and
0: uh, sick of it all. That's a that's a hell of a combination. All all good too, at least in my opinion. But you know what's funny? I didn't I didn't appreciate the Misfits until I was like way too old. Like I shit on people who listen to the Misfits in high school for reasons I don't know. You know. <laughs> I don't remember why. And then eventually one day I finally listened to like one of the Misfits greatest hits. Like when I was way too old to know better. And I was like, Holy shit, this is this is incredible. Maybe it was the singing. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But there there's all sorts of like Bands that I just thought weren't cool, and I don't know how I determined that. Like, I have no idea, because I also thought, and I still do, do let this go too far, I, I also thought Limp Bizkit was awesome. I still do, but there was bands that I thought sucked, that I later found out were great, like like the Misfits, and uh, okay. and it's, it's, it's weird. Um, but that But yeah, but Sepultura, no effects, sick of it all, Misfits, I can see how that gets you into, uh, well, sick of it all, of course, into more towards hardcore. What, what, what year are we talking here? Is this early 90s?
2: Early 90s, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, Pantera came along and that was pretty heavy.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the first Pantera, I think I found Pantera in the, uh, the really traditional way back then. And it was like a late night showing of the walk video. Like I I, I distinctly remember watching that in my parents' living room and being and like being, holy shit! There it is. You know, that's that's something different.
2: Yeah, I feel like vulgar display of power was the first thing I heard.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was
2: from uh, my buddy's older brother had that, so he was like the cool kid.
0: Do you have any? Pantera is like a a weird one now, Um, because I still I still love Pantera, but a lot of people don't don't like to don't like to like them these days do you have any embarrassment about maybe not pantero but any of the bands that you really loved back then like that didn't, that now you can't you can't get through oh my god there's too many to list
2: <laughs> <laughs> kind of like kind of all the uh maybe not back then but like the uh, early 2000s metalcore
0: stuff oh yeah yeah I'm, yeah I'm really big on that some of it's a little
2: painful but i still like it it's nostalgic
0: yeah, no, that's how I feel. That I feel that way about the about that stuff too. I although, it a lot of it didn't stand the test of time at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. It didn't hold up. But uh, not, so, not so much. So when do you when do you really like hone in on what what you would consider hardcore music? Oh, uh,
2: another again another friend's brother. I had a friend who had an older brother, and. Uh, when he would go to work, we would go and I don't know, when you're a little kid, you steal, but you would steal the blank tapes.
1: Yeah. His,
2: his brother would go to work, or you buy him too. I bought a bunch too, but you get the blank tapes, he'd go to work. We'd go out and we'd skate uh, a little launch ramp. And you just to have to have the CD run all the way through and play to record. And that's kind of how I got into it. I would just, we'd look at his CDs, we'd record every single one, not
0: take them home. That's funny. That is exactly that is like almost exactly what I did with my neighbor and his older brother, and uh, and I don't I don't know what you like what what you were getting, but I was getting like this wide range of shit back then. Like I would just I would be recording a Circle Jerks uh, record, and uh, the same day would be like um, some like early Marilyn Manson stuff. Like it was just like this guy had his taste all over the place. And it would be like I don't know, like the earliest Bloodhound Gang shit. It was just all over, and somehow through all of that, like I stuck with the the hardcore and the punk stuff. And uh, but yeah, this it sounds it sounds pretty similar, and that's that's really cool. Um, it sounds like you've had a lot of people, or it sounds like you grew up around a lot of people who were who were into uh, underground music of some sort. Yeah, I got pretty lucky.
2: <laughs> I
0: mean, I feel like.
2: I feel like I had the friends that went to, like, the fat record stuff. So they kind of, like, covered that corner. Yeah, I had the older... My friend's older brother was into the hardcore stuff. That got me into that. Then I had other friends who were just complete metalheads. heads. Uh, so I went down that route. Hip-hop friends from skateboarding and, like, skateboarding videos. I found a lot of music. Yeah. So I was kind of... I was kind of eclectic early on, luckily.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's a cool that's an important thing too. Um, my wife and I were just talking about this. She is from Italy, okay? okay, and she always and she always talks about how when she came here for like ninth grade or something, and then she she was here for like ninth grade and then she went back to Italy. But one of the things that was crazy to her was the way that in the states, clicks and friendships were made up based on the music that you listen to. Um, Largely based on the music that I listen to, and she said, "Over in Europe, that's not that is not how it works, and it it just strictly it just doesn't fucking matter." But over here, that's like the way it is, and that's still the way it is. As as a as a guy who has kids who were teenagers and uh, younger than that, it's still like that, right? And uh, fortunately, for myself, and it sounds like maybe you too, I liked it all, and I kind of floated between all the things just based on my musical taste. Did you experience the same type of thing?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think I just liked what I liked. But I think the reason I liked it is because the group of people I was surrounded by liked it. Yeah, yeah. So that was a big thing for me. I mean, how else do you hear about stuff? Right.
0: (laughs) Well, in my case, it was circling random BMG uh, CDs and getting them sent to your house. Uh, a full fucking mailbox full of CDs, and your mom get real mad at you, oh, yeah. and you never pay it because in the fine print it says contract void if minor. It was a great, great scam, <laughs> great reverse scam. But so
2: I think I did. I did that with like a, what was that Lumberjack Berry Distro? I remember I yeah. order everything
0: from there. <laughs> it's the way to go, man. That was a, that was simpler time. So <laughs> when, when did you when did you feel like you first started going to see like local shows? And and what for you locally was. Was there, like, a local band that was the band when you started going?
2: Yeah, well, the first band I saw was Sick of It All, Mm hardcore-wise. And I think I was 11?
1: I think I was Uh, 11. that's early, yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
2: but as far as local bands, uh, San Diego had a band called uh, Force Life. I don't know if you ever heard of them. No, I don't think so. And then uh, Built to Last. Okay. Those were, like, the two... Two local bands that I feel you know after I'm broken left and there was a punk band swindle uh, those are pretty much the the bands that I saw when I was a kid that I gravitated towards anytime so, they played
0: so what were they what style were they playing
2: uh, I f- feel like forced life is pretty much kind of uh sworn vengeance hate breed
0: okay pretty much he, hardcore yeah
2: and, uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, Built to Last was, they're kind of hard to, they're just a hardcore band.
0: Right, right. So when did you, when did you yourself start playing in bands?
2: Oh, I was way late. Uh, I didn't start playing in bands until I was in my 20s. It wasn't really, uh wasn't a thing I was into, I just kind of like fell into it.
0: Was there a, what was it? What, sorry, that- sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, sorry about that. I think I cut off for a second. Uh, So basically, the first band I played in was uh, Stick to Your Guns. Okay. And that wasn't what year was that? Two thousand six to two, like the end of two thousand six to two thousand eight. Okay, and that's pretty much the first I played in.
0: From what From what I remember, that Stick to Your Guns around then was there? Were you guys starting to get recognition and? Be successful then, you know, successful in hardcore terms then, because I feel like that sounds like when I might have first heard of "Stick to Your Guns." For
2: sure, it's when all the I guess, I guess it was kind of a hype band. I would say, okay, like a MySpace hype band or something like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was a that was a different and, uh, that was a different time though. That was where it was like coming out of the metalcore haze, where melodic hardcore seemed like. Like King, you know, and so it kind of made sense that Stick to Your Guns was was so successful.
2: Yeah, it was a fun band to be in. It was actually really fun in the beginning.
0: Well, that's cool. I had no idea you were in that band, and uh, and yeah, it's definitely it's definitely one I know. Um, so, d- did you keep playing in other bands before you started Foreign Pain, or when does Foreign Pain come along?
2: Uh, I did. I did another band with a couple guys that didn't record or do anything. And then I did a band with uh, Brad from Leftover Crack. And then uh, the Graf Warlock singer, my buddy Kevin. And the uh, current Foreign Pain drummer, Cena. And that lasted not too long. Uh, And then Foreign Pain came after that.
0: Alright, so what year is that?
2: Uh, Foreign Pain or the other bands.
0: Foreign pain. Foreign pain. I. I'm
2: so bad with uh, <laughs> dates and stuff, but I feel like it was 2015 we
0: started it. 2015, and I feel like I'm just hearing about you guys. What's been going on? What, where's Foreign Pain been? What has Foreign Pain done that I'm not aware of up till now?
2: Uh, you're, you're pretty much aware of all of it. <laughs> <are your> <laughs> no, we uh. So, so, basically, I met uh, Aaron, the other guitar player. He's in a band called The Ghost Inside.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, my last tour was Stick to Your Guns, but I think their first tour as The Ghost Inside, or the second or third, like a really early on tour. And uh, I quit shortly after that. And then I ended up working at the uh, venue Chain Reaction. I'm not sure if you're
0: familiar. Familiar, but never been that there place. because I'm here, but yes.
2: Yeah. The, the, Bar- the Barrier Dead DVD, that's what everyone talks about usually. But uh, Aaron's band would play, because since I would play there, I'd see him all the time. Uh, he ended up leaving the band. I can't remember if it's 2014. I don't know the exact date, but anyways, he would come around to shows and I was like, hey, you wanna work here if you're not doing anything? So we started working at Chain. And uh, from there, I just brought it up to him. I was like, hey, you
0: want to you wanna jam a little? And that's where it was born. What does working at Chain Reaction actually entail?
2: Uh, just being a hardcore kid, pretty much. <laughs> eating, eating lots of candy, clearing a fire lane, sweeping up, helping bands load.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's literally just hanging out with your friends. That's,
0: that's, that's what I imagine. And, and I only say that's just from experience of, of venues over here and uh, when everybody would work at them. It was more just hanging out. And sometimes they got paid, too. And it was a pretty cool, pretty cool gig. Um. So and that's kind of how I
2: presented it to him. I was like, "Hey, you want to just come hang out and, you know, sometimes you got to help kids to get hurt, sweep up.
0: That's it." He's like, "Cool." <laughs> it's a good deal for your 20s at least. Um, yeah, yeah. So so uh Foreign Pain, the name stands out for me. I like the name, but I don't know what it means. What is is there a significance to the name Foreign Pain? I know it's I don't I feel like I I never asked this question to any bands, and I should ask it more because some people oh, probably man. put a lot of fucking thought into them, and other people, like me, was in a band and got your name off a beer can. So, foreign pain—is there very any significance similar.
2: here? Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. I have just not a very good answer, but uh, so we—it kind of goes into this, but we we worked on about I think it was five or six songs we had, and it was kind of just the whole purpose of the band was just to hang out yeah, and, you know, jam. And I guess mostly just to hang out was pretty much the only thing we ever had going with the band. Like it's time. Oh, work's over. Let's jam for a little bit. But anyways, we had six songs and then, you know, shows were talked about, Hey, let's play a show. Okay. What do you want to be called? (laughs) We went, we, we thought, I think we had like 20 names. They're all pretty bad. Um, I kind of like Foreign Pain now. I didn't like it at first. But uh, so we go to record and uh, the show's coming up. They're like, hey, we haven't decided on a name. They're asked for a name for the flyer. We're like, dude, I don't know what to do. So when they're recording, they recorded with uh, Roger and a guy named Joe, who's in the Warriors. Okay. And (laughs) they're sitting there. And I think they just picked up a Warrior CD. Started naming all the names and sending it to the group chat. And then finally came perform ping That's like the only one we landed on. <laughs> so we could play a show with a name.
0: Well, you mentioned before there was the 20, 20-ish names that were thrown out. Do you remember any from there? And do you have a least favorite or a favorite that you didn't uh, pick?
2: I know a bunch of them were taken.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, there, there that's weird, a funny like, thing with hardcore. Dance. I yeah. remember
2: Rain Dance was one, and I was just like, I think there's a band called Rain Dance.
0: I'm pretty sure. Well, that's... The, you know, hard, naming a hardcore band, I feel like has got to be the hardest type of band to name. Because you know how it is. Typically, it's a rather simple name. and and uh, Or you just
2: put AD after it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the... But like you can't even Google, um, you can't Google most hardcore band names. Like I, I was, I, t- I try to do stuff with the website that goes along with this podcast. And when I want to mm-hmm. input information for a band and I need to look something up for, uh, for a band, it's hard to Google a band name free. It's hard to Google a band name clear. It's hard to Google a band name disengage. Or I don't know. I, don't, I haven't tried googling foreign pain yet. But I bet it's. I bet a lot of shit comes up that is not uh, related to a band. But <laughs> it's funny to me. And I think that's that's the reason why we have so many repeating band names. But also, you have people that you know start a band and uh, they say they're going to call it, um, I don't know, Think Again, which I'm sure there's 300 Think Agains that have exist, And then they record like uh, some shitty demo and then people determine that that name is taken forever.
2: It's taken, yeah.
0: That's bullshit, man. It's like like sports like you only like you only retire the good numbers right like somebody should be able to come like if somebody if, if Foreign Pain only ever puts out these two songs that that are out right now somebody else should be able to, regardless of how good these songs are just should be able to come along and take Foreign Pain if you're not active anymore hey, that's the way i feel
2: take it you have my blessing take it if we only
0: do two songs <laughs> <laughs> like 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 it was a good two songs but it didn't it's not enough to get you in the rafters you know it's not enough to retire a number it's not number 23 for the Chicago Bulls right or add
2: an add a number four
0: and pain twelve or something. <laughs> yeah, I hear so. <laughs> so anyway, as as far as I can tell, and uh, I think you've you've confirmed that this record that is coming out, Death of Divinity, is your first record. But you guys sound pretty seasoned. Obviously, um, that has to do with 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 your uh, experience. And um, but you've mentioned that you've been working on it for five to six years so what has taken so long
2: uh well i think the whole problem or the issue was we didn't really know what we wanted to do just like i said it was just kind of a fun little hangout type of thing uh we finally got six songs done i feel like that was at the end of 2006 they were recorded but there's no vocals so we just tracked all the guitars drums bass And then uh, our singer Doyle, he's a pretty busy dude. Like he has a a merch company. Um, I think he works 14 hour days. So basically we just, he was kind of too busy. And since it wasn't a a real priority, you know, we didn't get the vocals done for a whole year on the six songs. And then uh, during that process, we just kept writing. So we had another three or four songs. And I remember <laughs> the look on their faces and I, I think I was the one that was kind of like, Hey, let's just do a full length because who knows if we're ever going to do something again, this could be just a one time. There was no like label or there wasn't really a future for it. We we're just going to jam as long as we could. And it was fun. Yeah. So then we recorded a couple more songs. I think it was three and an interlude and uh, the same thing he was just very busy so another year goes by another year goes by and then <laughs> we finally shit. yeah it was crazy I mean it was frustrating at some points but not so much because there was no expectation you know what I mean it was just kind of oh one day we'll get to it and it'll be a thing but I remember people like asking hey when's the record done like can we hear it blah 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 so we finally get it recorded. I want to say middle of 2019. I could be wrong on that, but it's
0: 2019.
2: Uh, then we got it mixed, and then finally we're where we're at.
0: Well, you are way more patient than I am. But if we're being honest, I would probably be the guy who was uh, who was not recording the vocals for so long. So. Um, <laughs> But there's so so at this point though, all right, maybe it's coming out 2021, allegedly. By the way, what is the release date for this record? I, I can't find that anywhere.
2: I'm almost 100% sure it's September
0: 3rd. So, okay, so weeks, oh, September yeah, 3rd. that's like uh, that's like next Friday, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, so it's coming out September 3rd of, yeah, uh, of 2021. Yeah. So you already have you physically already have it.
2: I have a CD copy, not the vinyl version. That's what I'm waiting for.
0: I'm sure that'll be a couple years from now. Uh, Not your fault though. (laughs) That's just that's just pressing plans. Um, But so you've released two singles so far: "On Failure" Mm -hmm. and "Nell," which, in my opinion, sound pretty different from each other. I mean, I I hear that it's the same band, but which song? Well, you know, one's more melodic, one's more uh, not. Um, Which Which one of those songs better represents what the rest of foreign pain sounds like, or is it just the combination of both?
2: I would say they both do, and then some more. Okay. I feel like uh, it's kind of. We used to joke about it at practice. We would like write these songs. Obviously, we 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 did it in a. How can I explain it? kind of like a uh, like a recording project process to where he wasn't really singing the songs at practice. You know, we'd record all the music and then he would sing to it. Yeah. So when you hear a lot of the songs without vocals, I remember the singer uh, Doyle and the bass player Sean. And I think I even said it a couple times, like this sounds completely different. Like it could be like one of those Roadrunner United I, yeah, yeah. Have you, have you heard of those CDs where they do the, the guests and whatever? Of course I have. Yes, and, I love new I think metal. the
0: only, Of course I've heard those. Yeah.
2: Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but I felt like it could have been something like that, where you could have put a different vocalist on every song and it would have made sense for that style of vocalist. But I think what makes it is it's the same singer and his vocals kind of make the record, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I, I think it's like the, the between uh, on failure. Now, I think it's both songs sound like the same band, right? Like I don't think that this sounds like uh, two different bands. I just think the the uh, I, I'm going to mix up the, the titles here, but I think Nell is the more melodic one, and on Failure is maybe the yeah. more the, the the heavier, more uh, I don't want to say aggressive, but you know it's uh, what's a fucking stupid term that like a critic would use, like. Ang- Angular riffs—is that a thing? Do people say that? Um, it's uh, yeah, or or turmoilish. Yeah, yeah.
2: A little yeah, more yeah. turmoilish.
0: Yeah, yeah. One's a little more. Uh, you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, but I, I do think it sounds—it sounds like the like it all sounds like foreign pain, as you know, as I know it. Um, but uh, but but so these those two songs have been released. How long have both those been out? A couple weeks each.
2: I oh man, I think. On failure was a month ago, and maybe
0: Nell was two weeks. I think. Okay, yeah, that's about what I thought. So, with them being out and those being the only things out for foreign pain so far, how what has the reception been like for you? What's what's the feedback you've gotten?
2: I was surprised on. Uh, we've been waiting to be on Lamgo. We're waiting for the Lamgo comments.
0: we all <laughs> joke about it, like,
2: "Oh man, I hope this goes on Lamgo." I don't think they're what they they're used to actually. Be. No, they were super nice on uh, the first single. The second one got a little bit of funny shit on it. That was cool. But so far, it's been good. I mean, I always thought we would just be a band's band. I didn't think many people would like it because it's, uh, it's just a little bit different. Not much different, but there's just... Yeah. I don't know, because we played... I think we played five shows in
0: five In five years? years. Yeah, it's, and, <laughs> it's a good average. <laughs> you guys are killing yeah, yeah. it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Every time it was crickets, you know, and I remember my buddy being like, yeah, man, this is
0: cool. I just don't really get it.
2: But also there was nothing to listen to.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard. It's I mean, it, it's hard to be a super engaging band when nobody knows your music. I mean, it's not it, whatever, you know, what I'm trying to say like it's hard as, as, a, as a member in the yeah. crowd, as someone in the crowd to be super engaged if you don't know. Anything they're playing, but I've I've been there. I've been I've seen I've had bands get up on stage in front of me and never heard a word or note and uh, and totally kill it. And I remember one band specifically from Memphis called Dead City. Um, God, they were so cool. I know there's like a California band named Dead City now, but it's it's like the entire opposite of that. But anyway, um, off. That,
2: that was a Vision for me when I saw the band Vision when I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah. I was just like whoa.
0: <laughs> yeah, vision. It was was, vision was a good one. Vision played a legendary show here with Vision and Kill Your Idols and Violent Society at the first Capital Skate Park, and you don't know what any of that means, but it was a, <laughs> it was quite a time. Um, but anyway, so, so um, you guys, I guess you have a little bit of a uh, name recognition with this band. I didn't know you had all those different um, ex members of, but even just the. Uh, the ghost inside and uh, stick to your guns. If you just put that on something that whether you want it to or not automatically bumps you up. And we all know that uh hardcore is uh, what's most important about getting somewhere in hardcore. And I'm, and I, I'm being a little facetious, but also really serious is it's about who, you know, mm-hmm. it's about who, you know, and who you are and that's easier to get places. So how have you guys been able to use your, um, your past bands to your advantage so far with foreign pain being that you've only played five shows
2: we actually tried not to have that be a thing like that's just coming out recently with you know the blogs and reviews and whatnot. but yeah we didn't we tried not to market it as that we kind of just wanted to start from the ground up
0: that's fair that's good for you guys I mean I would have totally milked the shit out of it but uh well, good for you guys. Um,
2: I think just because we don't really sound like those
0: no, bands. No. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah.
2: And and also like, not to. I don't know. I feel like they're not very like loved bands in the hardcore scene. <laughs> they're kind of mallish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why is that? Unfortunately?
0: though? I don't. I never underst I never quite understood it. But I don't know. But I also do understand it because I was I was one of those per- people that was like. Fully immersed in the hardcore And the inside and Stick to Your Guns Were kind of in But not all the way They were seen as more of the accessible On the edge bands But, why, but, I, but when well, they, I listen to it I don't really hear it And they were popular
2: too Yeah And they were popular So people are just You kind of already are like I don't want to like The popular thing you know
0: Right, right. I want to listen to For the Love
2: of Or Light is the Language Like the bands no one knows about Yeah I want to
0: know the coolest thing Did you say Light is the Language <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like Occam's Razor. Remember I that love song? that song. Yeah, that shit was so cool. What year was that? I don't feel like I've never heard anybody else mention light as a language. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> I'm a big... I like hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: I used to make these back in, uh, let's say, was say early 2000s because I was still in high school. Like, two, I graduated in 2003, so like, let's say 2001. I would make these mixed CDs for friends of mine, and mm. I would just... Put, and it, all it would say was like hardcore, and I would put so much different shit on it. And now I listen to that to those CDs if I can, you know, when I come across them. And they're crazy. All the shit that was considered hardcore back in two thousand one—it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it's insane. The, like you know, the 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 way it the way it sounds from you know the beginning to the end. But yeah, that was that was fun. That's the way I like it, though.
2: What a, what a lost art form, though, making those and tapes
0: yeah <laughs> well that I get to fun. I get to do a little bit of that with this from time to time where I decide cool. I decide I'm going to do a radio episode and then I just get to play whatever the fuck I want to play and uh okay. yeah, that's
1: that's cool hmm,
0: it is so how'd you guys end up with Good Fight? is this a product of of like we were just talking about knowing people?
2: kind of in pure luck uh the singer Doyle He has a merch company And I'm pretty sure He was print. I don't know What he was printing But he was printing For Good Fight I don't know if it's For the label Or band it's Through the label And I haven't met him yet But his name's Rick Over at Good Fight uh, I think he said Something along the lines Of hey I heard You have a band I want to hear it So he sent him The full length And He was stoked on it And I think we're all surprised we're Like oh shit He actually likes it <laughs> and he just said hey I want to put this out even with knowing we're not really going to be a full time touring band Yeah. so that's, yeah we're pretty stoked for it.
0: that's awesome and the way the way I think of Good Fight and I don't know if this is the correct way to think of Good Fight is that it's like uh, the second version of Ferret Records
2: right? oh yeah like that's like, yeah. In,
0: in my mind that's all like that's what it is I know it's more than that right but uh to me, it's basically just Carl went from <laughs> went from ferret to yeah. good fight, and again, there's nothing cool because based... I love ferret. Yeah, <laughs> ferret was awesome. yeah, you know, you know how it was back then. You latch on to well, still, still, probably for some people, but more so for myself back then. You latch on to labels, and it was whatever comes out on ferret's usually cool, although it got a little not cool. But um, yeah, <laughs> but you know, trust kill had all the shit, but um. So anyway, that so you got a you got a lot of momentum going into this debut LP for a band that's only played five shows. So where and what do Foreign and Pain do from here? Ah, uh, that's a good question.
2: I mean, they know we can't be a full time touring band. Everyone's you know in their mid, late, early thirties. Uh, Wife, kids, jobs, careers Yeah But we're kind of open It's weird since the signing I feel like The guys in the band are a lot more down To do stuff It was a pretty big push To where I think They would do like fly out weekends You know West yeah. coast runs Play as much as humanly possible so that's pretty much well when the world opens back up and it's kind
0: of normal <laughs> i i don't know when that's ever going to happen but the, and it's it's, yeah. we, it's weird to think about like i don't know like yeah I, I i haven't i haven't been to my first show yet um though i planned to but then my my wife and daughter were both sick at the same time so i thought uh, i probably shouldn't go but anyway oh. i still still got my Judas Priest tickets for September but but I don't know, like, I, 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 haven't, I haven't gone out to anything yet. Um, not because I don't want to, I just haven't made it out yet. Or where do you stand with all this? Not politically, but like, as far as just going to shows.
2: I just worked a Force show the other day.
0: So I got to see uh, Mind Force and, who
2: else played that show? Ingrown. Who else played that? It was a really good show, though. Every band was good on it.
0: That's awesome. That's, that's they're like they are I don't know I feel like Mind Force is just they can do no wrong at this point <laughs> like they,
2: they he, he reminds me of like uh, I don't know he just has that old voice almost like a sick of it all like he could sing for sick of it all or Cro-Mags or Bad Brains he just has a cool voice
0: the riffs are awesome I think that band's cool Leeway he would fit in with Leeway perfectly fine Yeah, he does a, he does a good Eddie Leeway even if he's not trying to
2: yeah, he just has a—I don't know—he just has a like a good,
0: clear. It's hard to
2: explain. It's just like a perfect hardcore voice.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um. So, so foreign pain drops September. I'm sorry. Death of Divinity by Foreign Pain <laughs> drops September third on Good Fight Music. And uh, when is the last time you put out a record?
2: Uh, I have another band called Dark Blue.
0: Okay, and it's
2: more, it's more like uh, I don't know, youth of today. It's more primitive or something, just regular, straight up hardcore. And that you. was,
0: that was in 2018. Okay, so it's been or a 19? little. So it's been a, it's been a little bit. It's been a couple of years. Is what I'm getting at. So for you, yeah. what is the most exciting part about this records release? Like, is it the, I mean, you said you already have a CD in your hand. So, is it physically getting your hand? Is it finally getting people to hear these songs? Is it just being able to move on to something else? Because I know sometimes for people, it's just nice to put a feather in the cap and do something different. What is it for you?
2: I would say it's all. Like, I'm a big vinyl guy. So, when I get the vinyl, that's kind of icing on the cake for me. Yeah. Uh, definitely for people to hear it. I think they'll like it. I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of a hard critic, especially on myself. And I think it's a pretty easy listen. Uh,
0: and what was the last
2: question you asked?
0: Um, I think I said something about just moving on, doing something different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we want to write more. Yeah. Which it slowed down a lot because it got a little tiring. (laughs) <laughs> going almost six years and not having anything happen, so I think I think we're a little more recharged now.
0: Yeah, I can I, I, I can imagine. Is do you, do you expect that you'll stay in the direction that you're musically, or do you think you're gonna, or or what, what would you even? I guess we kind of touched on the fact that your the foreign pain is kind of. I don't want to say all over the place, but we're pretty spread out through the, uh, through the spectrum of hardcore. But do you, I don't know. Is that, is that the intention for the band to just be kind of undefined in, under the umbrella and just kind of be able to slide from show to show? Like, do you feel like that's going to open up um, different opportunities, better opportunities and just being narrowed in, like you said, like to your other band, like just we're doing the, the straight up hardcore punk thing and it, where with uh, foreign pain. You're kind of, doing a few different things that allows, uh, for more accessibility.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't think much is going to change. So I think when we would write, we would just come up with a part that sounds cool. And if we thought it sounded cool, it didn't matter if it, you know, like if we went from a blast beat into a melodic part, yeah. we just kind of wrote whatever we liked. Cause a lot of the, a lot of the other songs are, I wouldn't say drastically different, but they're a little bit different on the album. But each song's a little bit different. Right, right. So going going forward, I mean, we have some weird riffs. So <laughs> we have some weird newer riffs. So I don't know where it's going to go,
0: <laughs> to be honest. What do you, have, do you have? So is there anything planned for... Maybe I already asked this in a different way. But is there anything in planned for Foreign Pain in the near future? Like, is, is there a record release show? Is there any kind of... Small touring plans, Any anything happening coming up? None of
2: that yet. None of that yet, unfortunately, but I think it's all just too up in the air with how the world is right now.
0: No, I like it. You know, you know, foreign pain, why rush, right? That's like your guys motto. Like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, four yeah.
2: <laughs> in six years and we're all 45. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just wait till you got your AARP cards and then you can get discounts yeah, at hotels be- and stuff. And yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well alright so one more time I want to go over this Death of Divinity Good Fight Records what, what do they say Good Fight Music Good Fight Records what's the correct term
2: I want to say Good Fight Music I call it Good Fight Records but I think it's Good Fight Music
0: let's call it Good Ferret Good Ferret Records and <laughs> coming out on no I'm kidding coming out on September 3rd and yep. um
2: I mean, thanks for having me on. Yeah. And we're kind of a unknown nobody, so that's cool you even took the time to do that.
0: No, of course. I was glad. Once, once, once I heard about you, I was glad to. So I dig it. I'm excited to hear the full record. Um, but I guess I will in one more week. That's all it is. One more week. One more week, yeah. It
2: came fast. Six yeah. Years
0: came fast. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, it's <laughs> blink of an eye. Yeah. All right, Dale Have a good night. Appreciate it. Yep, no problem. Later. So there you have it. That was my conversation with Daryl of Foreign Pain. The song you just heard was Nell from Death of Divinity, which is out September 3rd on Good Fight Music. Get it everywhere. CDs already available. Vinyl eventually. Digital right at your fingertips. I want to thank Daryl for taking the time to have that conversation. He has another awesome band called Dark Blue. As he mentions, a little more hardcore punk. If you like that, I suggest you check that out. Uh, The trick with that one, though, is that it's D-R-K-B-L-U. No A or E in dark blue. I don't know why. I'm sure there's a reason. But it's a little bit complicated. Or maybe it's not. I really wouldn't know. But that's going to be it for this week's episode. But before we end, I want to encourage you once again to donate to the Skid Row Garage GoFundMe if you need direction on where to find the link, just follow me at Getting It Underscore Out Underscore Podcast on Instagram, and I post the link pretty regularly in my stories. Uh, so go there and donate. We're up to I think thirty-two thousand. We want to get it to forty, so uh, eight thousand more to go. It's only been uh, a week, maybe that it's been up, so it's pretty good. But uh, trying to make the rest of the make the rest of that cash to get this venue straightened out. Um, anyway. Uh, We're going to end this with the song, as we always do. This time, it's a band from Lithuania. They are called Erv, and I'm probably going to pronounce all of this wrong. The song is called Lavandemis, and it is off of their album Savigala. (laughs) It's on Season of Miss Records. It's out now. Uh, Very cool band. Check out this song and go look them up if you like it. Thank you for listening. That's all for this week. Bye-bye.